Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope that your morning has started off well. And that just simply means I hope that you have been able to wake up this morning and just tell God thank you because he is the only one that gives us life. He's the only one who can take away life. We believe many different stories that so-and-so took someone's life and so-and-so caused someone's heart to stop beating because they were so brokenhearted. Let me just tell you, God is the only one who can give life. He's the only one that can take it away. That's my belief. He's the only one who can say, yes, live on another day. He's the only one who can say, today is your day to come home. So I thank God this morning for being the giver of my life. And I want to say to you this morning that God, here we are again, but here we are. Here I am again, Lord, but here I am. That just means, God, here we are before you again. Some of us brokenhearted. Some of us disappointed. Some of us still asking questions. Some of us needing to know which direction to take. Some of us needing to know. We're perplexed about how to discipline our children. We're still perplexed about how do we care for those children who are grown and out of the house. But God, here they are again. So some of us come to you, God, for one thing, and many of us come to you for something else, God. But here we are. But here we are. But here we are, Lord. But here we are. Lord, here we are needing your grace. Here we are needing your mercy. Here we are needing your loving kindness. Here we are needing your forgiveness. Here we are, God, weighed down with the cares and the worries and the stress of life. But God, here we are. Here we are again this morning, Lord, not ever being able to pay the debt that we owe you, the debt that you paid for us on our behalf that gave us eternal life, that gave us healing in our bodies, that gave us the ability, gave us the power and the authority to be able to walk in peace, joy, hope, fulfillment, pleasures of your word. Yes, pleasures of your word, not pleasures of the flesh, but pleasures of your word. And those pleasures are when we read your word, when we get into your word, the pleasures that come with that is peace and joy and a calm spirit, a sound mind in the name of Jesus. But Lord, here we are again, but here we are. We're back, God, at the foot of the cross before you, all of your children. And at the foot of the cross, the ground is level. There are no big eyes. There are no little U's. There is no such thing as he's a big giver. Well, she only gives this much. They're in the $10 line. They're in the $30 line. They're in the $500 line. At the foot of the cross, the ground is level. There are no certain spaces to fit in at the foot of the cross. So God, here we are again, but here we are, but here we are. Some of us have been tattered and torn. Some of us have been mocked and ridiculed. Some of us have been called every name in the book, except a child of God and the name that our parents gave us at birth. We've been called every name, but here we are, God. Here we are, God, 
just carrying the weight of the cares of life. The debt that you paid for us, God, we could never repay. And the only way in my mind that I can see us even trying to scratch the surface of repaying you for the debt that we owe, which we could never repay, we'll never be able to repay it. But if you get in your mind that you want to try to work that debt off, just work it off by praising him. Work it off by worshiping him. Work it off by trusting him. Work it off by walking in the measure of faith that God has so graciously given each and every one of us. When we talk about the debt that we owe to God that we cannot pay, we think that, you know, Jesus... God, you sent your only son to die for us. He paid the debt. He paid it and it's paid in full. But our flesh tells us, oh, I, I owe God so much. And yes, yes, if we had to look at it through man's eyes, we would owe and we would owe greatly. But we can never repay it. But the debt of sin, the debt of sin, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And the debt of sin is so heavy. It's so heavy. But it could also be so light if you just believe that Jesus, he died for that debt that we owe. And we could never repay him. But if you get into your mind, if it's just in your heart that you just got to repay God for something. You just want to let him know how honored you are, how thankful you are that he gave his only son to die for me and you. And you know the things you've done. I know the things I've done, but Jesus died for all of that. And so if you just got to repay him, just work off the dead little by little by praising him, worshiping him again, honoring him again, I say, honor him with your lifestyle. Honor him with your thinking. Honor him with your words. And sometimes it's not easy. It's so difficult to praise him, to honor him, to go back to the words that were poured into you as encouragement when you're going through a storm, when you're going through another disappointment, when you're going through another door slammed in your face. Sometimes it, it, it becomes, it gets to a point where they don't even slam it in your face. They just stand there and wait for you to close it because they're looking at you like you already know what time it is. I'm not going to even make me get up from my desk and close this door in your face. And you just politely just close your own door because you already know what's coming. You're so used to it. It's become the normalcy for you. It's become the normalcy for me. But I want to tell you this morning that in the middle of all of that, you got to find a praise. You got to do what you got to do to pull yourself into worship to pull yourself into praise, to if you just got to sit there and you just got to kind of teeter-totter back and forth until that worship comes up on your lips, until that praise comes up on your lips, do it and do it as quickly as possible because the enemy, the adversary, remember he he's roaming around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So in your moment of weakness, in your moment of depression and distress and doubting God, that's when he wants to come in and devour you. But he's a liar. He's a deceiver. He's He wants to mock you and mock me. 
Oh, who do you think you are to think you're going to do so and so? Who do you think you are to think that you could ever get up out of this mess? Who do you think you are to think that God will ever, will ever forgive you? Who do you think you are to think that God would ever come and clean up your mess that you made? Well, you just have to know that you're a son and a daughter of the Lord. And that just like a child, when we rear our children and they make a mess and we go and we clean it up and we spank them real good and we tell them, if you do this again, I'm not going to come and clean it up. You're going to have to clean it up yourself. You're going to have to learn the lesson the hard way. And then we mess up again. And what would the children mess up? And what do we do? We're right back to cleaning it up. And that's what God does with us. We mess up. We think we hear his voice. And we didn't hear his voice. And what does God so lovingly and so graciously do? He comes and he cleans up the mess that we made. And all the, at the same time, he's rubbing us on the back. He's telling us, I know you thought you heard my voice. I know you did. I know your heart. It was in the right place. Your motives were pure. But you missed my voice. But that's okay. Let me, you just sit down. And you continue to trust me. I got a plan. And you just let, let daddy go ahead and clean this mess up. And then he'll tell us what we need to learn from that mess up, from that mistake. So that we don't continue to repeat the same behavior over and over and over again. So all of this is good news. All of this is good news. If you've ever messed up, if you ever thought you heard God's voice and you really didn't, this message is not for you. If you've never made a mistake, if you've never been dishonest on your taxes, if you've never slept with somebody that you know you had no business, if you've never, I'ma just keep it real, slept with someone unprotected, but God saw fit not to allow you to contract HIV, AIDS. This message is not for you if you've never messed up. If you've never been dishonest. If you've always walked the straight and narrow. If you've always done things even when you weren't saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. Even, even if then you always did everything that you were supposed to. You always got everything just right. You crossed every T. You dotted every I. This message this moment of encouragement is not for you but if you've ever teeter-tottered and you fell all the way over you didn't just you didn't just fall off the bus you told the bus driver to stop put the car in park put the bus in park open the door for you and let you on out you, you didn't even have to fall off the bus you told him to stop and just gonna let you out if you've never fallen off the bus if you've never done anything wrong, this message is not for you. But if you've ever been out of line, if you've ever been out of order, if you've ever, like my grandmother used to say, been out of the ark of safety, and you were just out there just wilding out, I want to say to you this morning that there is still room at the foot of the cross for you. Just surrender it all to God. Surrender your life to Christ. And he has everything that you need waiting for you. He even wants to pour into you and, and, and show you how pleasant life can be if you just surrender to him. He wants to show you how he can give you peace after he's shown you the error of your ways and after you've asked him to change you and after you've told him, God, I know I messed up, but I, I want to be better. I want to be greater than where I am right now. And he'll begin to 
teach you and show you and mold you and make you into that person that you need to be. That's what God wants to do for each and every one of us on today. So surrender your life to him and know that the debt that Jesus paid for you and I, we could never repay it. But the very least that we could do, but it's the most that we can do is praise him and worship him and honor him with our lifestyle. And maybe that may make you feel like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of working my little debt off, which we know we'll never be able to pay that debt off. But we just, we want to give God our best. We want to let him know, I see what your son did. And I could never repay him. But let me just praise you just a little while longer. Let me just worship you just a little while longer. Let me take a few moments just to lift you up and to show you just how great I believe that you are. This is good news because God this morning, he's still alive. He's still He's still joyful over us, about us, about our plans, the plans that he has for us, the healing that he has in store for us and our bodies. And he is ready, willing, and able to give it to us because he's just that kind of a loving father. Even after we've made the biggest mistake of our lives, even after we were delivered, and then we just, we went back, we went, we fell right back into what that thing was that God so strongly delivered us from. But today is a good day. Today is a grand day. Today is a day to stand up, square your shoulders and keep pressing forward. Because Jeremiah 29 and 11 is waiting for you. It's just a breath away. We just have to keep believing it. I have to keep believing it. So be nice to someone today. Be kind to someone today. Do something for someone today just because. Stop thinking about just you and your household. Stop thinking about you and your boo. Just stop thinking about everything that you got to do for you and your household. And find somebody to do something nice for. And don't do nothing penny, Annie. The same, and I'm just going to pick a dollar amount. The same $80 that you spent on your boo, go spend it on that coworker that you know is a single parent. That same $70 that you spend on your baby mama, your baby daddy, the person that you're living with, that same $70 that you would you would bust heaven wide open, you would bust hell wide open to make sure that they get what they ask for. That same $70. Find someone and do something nice for them. Invest that money in them. Someone that you know has poured into your life when you didn't know what to do. Find that person. Find that person. And you do it because it's going to give God glory. And it's going to allow God to see that you're thinking about somebody else and not just you and yours. So be blessed today and know that it is my honor to pray for you, to encourage you, and know that better, greater, it is sooner, not later. Pass this podcast to two people that you know need a word of encouragement. I love you. Pray for me, please. Until next time. Bye-bye.